0: Uh, You don't have to work alone. It's a a big mistake to to work alone. I got a lot of money. I got something like 1 million euros, and uh, I got a lot of money, but I I have a lot of enemies also. So You have two possibilities. Either you fight and people you think are crazy, or you take the things with humor. New York is more important than Princeton. I'm trying to pull cells. I'm still, I'm, I try to, I'm not sure I can, but I try.
1: So, welcome to Math Life Balance. Today, yes. our guest is Max Karoubi, professor emeritus at the University of Paris 7, working in K-theory and algebraic topology. Welcome, Max. It's a great pleasure to ask you about your rich experience in mathematics.
0: It's a great pleasure to talk to you, also.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so to start, tell us please about your background and what brought you into mathematics.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit complicated because uh, uh, I'm not. I, I was not born in France. I was born in Tunisia, and uh, my father was um, working in the railway in Morocco. So, my uh, house was between Morocco and Tunisia, you see, um, until, my, until I was 20 more or less, you see. So, what brought me to mathematics? It's a, it's a nice story, in fact, because my, my grandfather was a bookbinder in Tunis. And uh, he asked me many times to help him to bind books. And when I was 12 or 13, I don't remember exactly. Uh, it occurs that I have to take care of mathematical books. And w- one of them was about holomorphic calculus. Of course, I didn't know anything about holomorphic calculus, but uh, I was intrigued by uh, formulas like exponential i pi equal minus one. This was my first encounter with mathematics, if you want. And my second encounter was at school when. Uh, uh, I was following classes uh, undergraduate, very low level. I mean, uh, for example, uh, the professors asked us if a function was increasing, decreasing. Uh, and many times, he, 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 what he said that when you take f of x1 minus f of x2 over x1 minus x2, if it is positive, then function is increasing. And, when it is negative is decreasing. Okay? <clears throat> and after 100 exercises of this type, I got bored. I said, well, there should be a, met- a method to know if a function is increasing or decreasing without making all these calculus. And I have the intuition of derivative at that time. You see, I, I make some computations. I said, well, xn is like nxn minus one when you to take this different and so." on. But of course, I, I did not know what is a derivative. This was just uh, an intuition. And after that, I think my uncle offered me a book about the story of mathematicians, uh, the story written by Bell, I guess. And I, wrote, I, I, I read this book like an adventure book. You see, like uh, people sh- trying to understand <clears throat> what is uh, a function, what is continuity, and so on. And uh, I got fascinated by the story of mathematicians. And, At that time, I didn't know if I would be a mathematician. In fact, my concern because I was coming from a poor family and my concern was to have a job after my studies. And among all jobs, I think I should be an engineer. So I wanted to study, to to go to a school where I can can be an engineer after my, my studies. So this was my concern. So I was not so much interested by mathematics, but my future, more or less, I, I got responsible for that. Okay. I was in Morocco, so the studies were not very high. See? So, so as a, I mean, uh, I was of course the first at school, but there was no merit because all the other people were bad. See, so, <laughs> so I was the first, but among among uh, <laughs> among people were not uh, so much interested by science or by studies. Okay. I, I got I got to Casablanca when I was nineteen. And in Casablanca, there was a good class to study mathematics, physics, and so on. And I said to my other students that I want to enter political school. And the other students said you are crazy. This is a difficult school. What, what are you doing? <laughs> Very few people are coming to political school. I got, uh, uh, I got confused by these comments and said, maybe I'm not so good and maybe I, I shall be more modest and so on.
1: So how did you study and develop your interest in mathematics when people around you didn't care?
0: Well, uh, in Casablanca, um, uh, I, I tried to be the best with my, my uh, pack. See, we were two. And we were not really competing. We are good friends. But when I came to Paris, that was a different story. Then I realized that I I was not the best. (laughs) There were also very good people. (laughs) So I became more modest, if you want, in Paris, yes. Because uh, the level was very high. Uh, The other students were, uh, I mean, for example, they have read Bourbaki. I don't know what was Bourbaki, see, when I came to to Paris. I mean, Bourbaki was uh, a strange figure. And when I entered Economal Supérieure, I got a little bit discouraged because I said to myself, maybe uh, Bourbaki is not my, I don't like Bourbaki, it's too abstract, it's not concrete and so on. So I got, I got a little bit discouraged, you see. Uh, my, my And I, I got so much discouraged that I got married, see.
1: You got what?
0: I got married.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's one way to escape the problems. <laughs> When you are 20, 21, you, <laughs> you think of something else than mathematics, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and the, the fact that we got married, in fact, gave me more confidence because I, I became more sh- more secure of myself. Want. Uh, it's, it's very important psychologically to have a good uh, social environment, sentimental environment. You see, that's very important. I realized that this was important uh, for me, you see. And not only I got married but I was a child <laughs> and this was uh, uh, this was very important for me yes yes and this helped me to do mathematics in fact so it's very important for a mathematician to have it's always what I said to my students uh, you have to work, but you have also to have a good environment if you want you see uh, social but also sentimental uh, you have to be uh, and you have to be uh, secure of yourself, because if you try to do mathematics, only mathematics all, all day, then you, you become crazy. See, you have to do something else. You have to think to something else also. See, that's my my feeling.
1: So you so you said you came to Akhnoomal and you uh, you realized you were not the best anymore. Was it hard to accept uh, that?
0: When you are studying until the age of 20, more or less, you pass exams. Okay? So I was very good in exams. I could, I could uh, solve a problem in uh, very little time. See, for example, uh, aggregation, mathematics, I was second among 2,000 students. Okay? Because I was very good in uh, solving problems but at high school, if you want, some problems, uh, elementary problems. Okay but you want to start research is a different story. See, you, you have to think of mathematics, not just of solving problems, but also asking problems, asking questions, you see, that's different. So the transition was very hard for me. And I got married because this transition was too hard, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a true story. I'm not, uh, I'm not cheating. It's a, uh, it's uh, it was very important for my, uh, equilibrium. See to have a, a, an environment which was not just bachelor and trying to solve problems or asking questions. You have, you have to do something else. Yeah. I yeah.
1: see. And then uh, you did your PhD, right? And your advisors were André Cartan and Alexandre Grothendieck.
0: Yeah, that's that's a very strange story because when I was econormal, Henri Cartan has very poor idea of me because. Uh, I got married. Uh, I was good in aggregation, but I was not able to do research. Really, see? So uh, so I, I went to see Carton, and I asked Carton, uh, I want to do a thesis under his, his direction, and Carton was lecturing about uh, variation calculus. And uh, Carton told me, oh, you, because you are interested in variation of calculus, you should read marstron Moore's book on but calculus of variation is a large. It's a book, that was written in 1934. So I tried to read this book and it was impossible, impossible after 50 pages, because it was written in another language, I couldn't understand anything. And I was very ashamed to see Carton again and ask him that I cannot understand it. So uh, I, I went to see another mathematician, Shiva uh, Ishu, who said, oh, in order to understand the variation of calculus, you should study algebraic topology first and what was very important the year after in 64 uh, Cartan and schwarz were running a seminar about the artier singer index theorem. and i attended this seminar and this was my first encounter with k-theory and i got interested in this theorem which is very beautiful and i tried to understand what is a uh, commodity theory what is uh, an index. Uh, what is uh, how do you prove the indexer? And so it was a, a very very important year for me. And after this seminar, uh, I tried to understand better what was both periodicity and so on. Uh, I started to write some notes, which uh, I showed to Carton and uh, and Grotendik. And Carton told me after encounter with him. Oh, that's a good thesis. <laughs> and Grotenick helped me to write correctly mathematics also, I mean, so, so the, the fact that was working with Cartan and Grottenig was very helpful for me. And, and then I got out of my discouragement. And then I got encouraged to do research, yes. So uh,
1: for my generation, I guess, Grothendijk is this mysterious figure who Disappeared. So I, I, was always very
0: curious about him. Could you tell? No, no. no. So what I, think, I mean, the picture you have of him is, is wrong. I mean, he was not uh, how do you say uh, a priest, if you want. He, he was very kind with all the students. He was working with. You see, he was, he, he was. He, he looked like an ordinary man, but with a, a genius which is impossible to grasp when you are very young, I was 23, 24. So uh, I was, at that time, I, I could not understand what, what was going on. He was not at all arrogant, he was, was very friendly with me. And this was very, very important for me. See? If, because many French mathematicians are arrogant. See? I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to give names, but uh, <laughs> but many, many of them. And this was, this, this is terrible for a young students to to try to work with an arrogant mathematician. But Grottenich was not arrogant. He was very friendly and he, 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 helped, me. he helped a lot of people, not just me, but uh, all his students, Elusive, uh, Verdier, de Mazur, I mean, all these, uh, all these students were uh, very friendly with uh, Yes, So it was a good good atmosphere, yes.
1: Were you surprised when he left mathematics?
0: Oh yes, I was, um, um, how do you say? I was very sad, in fact, because Grotendig was uh, somehow, I mean, very important for many mathematicians in France. And in fact, I tried to follow him. He created this uh, movement survival. So I went to to his meetings, Uh, I went to his house and trying to understand what he was doing. But at certain point he was, uh, he was, he was living the world, you see, he was too naive, you see, maybe I tell you a story, I mean, he was too naive in some sense, you see, uh, for real life, when I started my thesis, for example, I wrote uh, some notes of seminar, which I call Foundations of Keseri, which is a very, very pretentious, and Grotelig told me, uh, well, you are doing a good job, maybe you can ask Atiyah to write a book with you. So I was a little bit surprised, but I said, well, This is asking me? I should uh, tell this to Atiya." So when I visited Atia in '65, I told him, "Well, oh, Gortonik is suggesting me to write a book with you." And well, I think Atiya was shocked <laughs> because I was very young. <laughs> he was going to have the Fields Medal, and he, he looked at me like a pretentious. I mean, what, what is this young guy asking to write a book with him? He, He has just finished his thesis, so what does that mean? So so Gordon was not realizing that there was a distance, a big distance between Atia and me. See, I was just big in mathematics, and Atia was already a very established mathematician. So he was very naive. See, he was very generous, but also very naive. And I think his ideas about survival and what he did after mathematics were also very naive. He was thinking that uh, all people will follow him. He was thinking that life was like mathematics. You can solve mathematics and then you can solve life problems as well, you see. But life problems are much more difficult than mathematical problems, you see, as you, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I've never heard of such perspective. Thank you for telling me. No. Yeah. Uh, could you say some things that you've learned about mathematics or its philosophy over the years, maybe how your vision changed?
0: First of all, when when you are young, you're a little bit pretentious. You think that you have discovered a lot of things, and then it takes time to realize that you are making some good progress, but you are not uh, of the level of film medal or something like that. So you have to be modest in some sense. When you are young, you're not modest enough, but that's maybe a defect of yours. So over time, I don't know. It's, uh, it's difficult to say. Uh, for example, if you ask me what are the best theorem I approved in my life, uh, probably my answer will be, different, will be different from me and from other people, you see. For example, I think my best theorem was about Hermitian case after years, my fundamental theorem Hermitian case theory, uh, which is now, I think, uh, used by many people, you See, see. So mathematics are not the same now, and it was 20 or 30 years ago. And it's very difficult to, to judge uh, your work. And I think Atia, as, as a good judgment, he said, well, you know, Atiya said, the servants people uh, uh, remember are the easy ones, not the most difficult. <laughs> For example, maybe I'll tell you a story about uh, uh, something I found. Uh, it was very, very trivial, which is uh, uh, a pseudo abidian completion of a category. You see. It's called envelope, something like this. This was just a, a lemma in my thesis. Okay? And it was very important, in fact, because later in the material in motifs. And Grotenlich used it, for example. See? So it's a trivial notion, like the Kronecker symbol. <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, it's like this, you see. When I said, ben, I said, I said to Bellinson, that's ridiculous because it's a trivial notion. Bellinson, well, it's trivial, but it's important. See. <laughs> Oh, something, something trivial may be important to see uh so this this thing this this implies that you should be modest because you think that your difficult serum maybe are not the one you remember later on you see
1: so I wanted to ask you about it so I was curious uh to ask how did you feel about the Caribbean envelope culture and then I did my homework I found your article about Grothendieck, where you write in French. I understood in French that you write a story how you first heard Grotendijk, uh use this word, Grotendijk yes, envelope, yes. and how you were surprised. Yes. <laughs> so yes. how did you feel about this name? Well,
0: I, I, I was in Princeton. I was in Princeton uh, in 68. And somebody uh, um, told me, oh, you, you know that Grothendieck is uh, introducing the Karubi envelope? Said, well, what is Karubi envelope? Use my name without asking my permission, <laughs> 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 so so this was very funny. But uh, I was shocked because it was a trivial notion. I think maybe uh, people will remember only this theorem in mean, my life. You see, that's uh, ridiculous, you see. But uh, <laughs> what can you say? I mean, I, I cannot try to quote any or forget my name, it was a uh, Gordani was very high and I could not uh, tell him what to do. It was impossible for me. <laughs> but I don't like this name anyway.
1: Because,
0: no, he likes the Kronecker symbol. You see, I think Kronecker would be uh, very shocked that we remember the Kronecker symbol without, using, without, without knowing all his work on anniversary and so on. You
1: so you mentioned that you think your main, uh, one of your main works is on Hermitian K theory. And recently there was a huge work by nine authors uh, redeveloping foundations of Hermitian K theory and proving yes. new results. And I wonder uh, what was your reaction? How did you uh, feel about um, new, such new developments in the subject you spent so much time working on?
0: Well, I think, um, I think I was pleased. In fact. So it's, it's a very nice theory. And uh, I was really surprised that this theory was so much developed now. In fact, you, you work also on that. I mean, you recently published something. Yes, with all yours and yes, I've seen it. I am doing also my own work. <laughs> so a <laughs> so mission case, I think, is a is an abstraction if you want to bought by the city. See that no, I think I think it's an important subject. I'm pleased that people are working on this. Yeah. Yes, including you.
1: Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, I'm wondering because sometimes I've seen people of the older generation uh, not appreciating or like being unhappy with uh, new approaches to what they have developed. Um, so I wonder how to preserve this point of view where you're happy about new approaches.
0: Well, I'm not happy, but also uh, I am a little bit, um, I don't understand uh, these infinity categories. And uh, I would like to understand better, see? You always understand better. In fact, to tell the truth, I'm trying to, to find out the proof. With that method. <laughs> that's that's a, a, a game you want that's a game we play between mathematicians trying to find other proofs and it's, it's nice to have many proofs of the same theorem you see um,
1: maybe while we're discussing mathematics and then we should switch to some non-math because yes, yes a lot of my audience does not know what we're talking about but i i must use this chance and since you have observed the development of K-theory from its very beginning and yes. have actively participated in it, I can't resist from asking you, so which questions about K-theory you think we should be thinking about? Which
0: I think the new generation need to compute better. We are very good in writing series, okay? But we are not good enough to compute, see. We, um, we should compute more. And in relation with other theories, like classical homotopy theory, that's, uh, I don't know. This is very vague. This is, I know, uh, that this would be a dream. But you always start with a dream. And mathematics is a dream becoming a reality.
1: That's beautiful. <laughs> Good. Yeah, computing is hard. <laughs> Um, but uh, you already mentioned that you had a hard time uh, reading a book in a different language. So one of my subscribers on YouTube asked que- to ask, to ask interviewees a question, why do French mathematicians write in French, whereas the rest of the world writes in English?
0: <laughs> maybe because of uh, there is a national pride, maybe, that's one, one reason. But if you want my history, I was writing in French until the 90s, but now I'm writing in English, for example, see?
1: Why did you change?
0: Uh, I changed because uh, one mathematician wrote me a letter saying he could not understand what I was written in French, see? So I said, well, maybe I should write in English. <laughs> um, but I, I was reluctant to write in English because my English was not so good. It's still not good, So, so if I... Try. I shall try to have my papers read, read by some other mathematician who know better English. See, um, I don't know to answer really your question. Uh, um, maybe it's a question of ignorance. Maybe I was, I was not, uh, I wasn't so good in English. See?
1: I mean, many people in the world struggle with reading French texts in mathematics.
0: Uh, maybe French is very close to English. In fact, so that's why, but. If I was German, for example, I would not write in German because I know it's difficult for, to, to read German if I'm, for me. But, uh, for example, I, I tried to read the book of Hirzebro, uh, New Topological Method in Algebraic Geometry. It was written in, in, in German when I started to, to do my thesis, but I could not write this book. It was too difficult for me. So maybe because uh, I'm not very good at languages. That's Hmm? Remember, that I started my studies in Morocco, and Morocco, I, I didn't have so many so good students, so good uh, uh, teachers. See, if you study in Russia or in, in France, you have good teachers, but in uh, in Morocco, much easier. In fact, should, I should have said at the beginning that I was interested in mathematics because my my professors in mathematics were bad. I want to do things better than them. see? That's
1: interesting.
0: Yeah. In general, you do mathematics because you have good teachers, but for me, it was the reverse. In fact, uh-huh. I remember, but it was not in, in, in mathematics, but in physics. I got an argument with my physics teacher uh, because he was wrong. And I told her, she was a woman, uh, you are wrong, this is not good. And she got, she got furious and she told me, Kawi, shut down, don't, ne parlez pas. <laughs> So I was very shocked, and uh, I went to my math teacher and told, I told him the story, I told him, well, this teacher is, is wrong, I'm, I'm right. And you say, you know what my teacher told me, my, my uh, math teacher, said, Karubi, you, you, are, you are right, but don't tell it. <laughs> well, maybe that's my first lesson of philosophy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The so I, was, I was
0: very proud to be right. I was very proud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you learned diplomacy early on, as we see.
0: No, I was not. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I, I, I was never a diplomat, you see. Uh, even when I was chairman of my department, I was not very diplomat. I wanted to change things. and uh, I got a lot of enemies because I wanted to change things.
1: <laughs> what did you want to change?
0: Well, for example... Uh, in Paris 7, we distribute money according to the uh, to the number of people in the group, and I said, well, we should give money only for people who do research. <laughs> this was normal, okay? but this was not uh, the right attitude. Okay? So I got a lot of enemies.
1: But speaking of your diploma, there must have been some diplomacy involved because, uh, as I a- uh, learned and sorry, I didn't know uh, that um, you have founded the European Congress of Mathematics. yeah, and you were its first uh, president. So how does one find courage to create such a giant project which doesn't exist?
0: Well, maybe because you know this is a story which all mathematicians encounter. when you reach the age of fifty, uh, you you said, well, maybe I should say so, I should do something else in mathematics, okay. And so I was chairman of my department. And I said, well, maybe it's good, a good idea to create an European Congress. Uh, maybe it was too ambitious. <laughs> Surely, yes. <laughs> because I lost about two or three years to prepare it. Okay. And uh, I got a lot of money. I got something like 1 million euros. And uh, I got a lot of money. But I, I have a lot of enemies also. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the French Medical Society was not pleased that I took uh, this initiative because they want to, to do it. And because they, they told me that I was not competent enough to, to run it, see. And so they took it over and well, okay. That's, uh, that's a story which can happen to everybody, okay. You know, you have two possibilities. Either you fight and people you think are crazy, or you take the things with humor. So I decided to to take
1: the things with you now. That's actually funny. You mentioned already a few times that you made many enemies, and I had the opposite question. So when we first met, uh, I think I haven't even. It was right before my PhD, uh, and uh it was on chuck weibel's birthday conference yes and we had a very warm conversation which i remembered so then when i was doing my phd and at times feeling lonely in germany i thought well at least somewhere in the universe i have this imaginary friend the wise man max Karubi, who may or may not remember oh
0: you're too kind yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) but i wonder meanwhile you must have acquired like hundreds of friends on all the conferences so how does one Support such a huge network of connections and friends.
0: See, so I have a lot of network of friends who uh, have a good good relation with, with them. See, and uh, it's a uh, uh, in, in France I have not so many so many French. And see, my all my friends are essentially in America, Switzerland, uh, Argentina, or in Chile also. I went very many times in Chile. And unfortunately, with the pandemic now it's very difficult to, to, to travel. That's, uh, that's very bad. But uh, of course, having exchanges with mass imagination is very important, because you, you can verify your, your conjectures, you can uh, have some criticism from outside and so on. So it's very important, yes. Uh, you don't have to work alone. It's a, it's a big mistake to, to work alone, except if you are wise and you find um, uh, you pull the thermal <laughs> asteroid, and then you, you can wear seven years alone and try because there's a problem. You see, I made a mistake in my life. I thought I've solved also this thermal uh, asteroid. I gave a talk on this because um, I have an idea how to prove it. And my mistake was to give a talk about that. And of course, uh, I could not the serum it was before wise well, when in 1990 and a year after i gave another talk about uh, some other subjects and quillen was in the audience and he told me oh i'm happy that you're working on something else <laughs> 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 because when you work on such huge theorem, people think you are crazy you see that's a that's a big mistake if you if you if you prove the in hypothesis don't tell it try to to have a proof, complete proof before telling it you see otherwise people think you are crazy
1: so i was hesitating whether to ask you about that because i, it, I have an impression that some people uh, after their retirement um tend to believe that they have proved some oh yeah results or i mean okay not not just human hypothesis there are more examples so how to age wisely and somehow um Still see the scale of yourself uh, after having. Well,
0: that's a difficult question. See, uh, for example, Atiyah, uh, two years ago, before he died, claimed he has proved many theorems, and in fact, he gave a talk in Shanghai about that, and uh, it was a pity because, uh, uh, for example, he was he was he he was claiming that he can prove that the six-dimensional sphere has no complex structure. You see. And his proof was very lousy. I mean, I could not understand his proof and nobody could understand his proof. In fact, if proof was, uh, there was no proof, okay? And um, I, I hope I will not be like Atiyah, I hope. But uh, if I say something, just tell me, okay? <laughs> 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 but nobody has the courage to tell to Atiyah that you, except Sullivan. Sullivan told to Atiyah he don't know about topology. Okay? I was a little bit shocked, but he, I think Sullivan was right. Yeah, to tell the truth to Atiyah. Well, you know, uh, age is uh, diffi- difficult. Uh, I think when, for uh, example, Michel Zisman, which is about 10 years more than me, uh, I met him last week because uh, his, his wife died. And I, told, I asked him what to do in mathematics. did I stopped mathematics because uh, I cannot prove, not prove anything. You see and well that's a little bit sad but that's reality when when you cannot prove anything you have to stop the problem is when when to stop you see and so it's very important to have a connection with other mathematicians who are sincere because they will tell you that you you are not good uh, you are not good to prove new serums okay but for the matter try, i'm trying to prove new I'm still i'm still I try to, I'm not sure I can, but I try.
1: Uh, But uh, is it the end of the world for a mathematician? If they cannot prove any theorem, can't find- No, no,
0: because there are other things in the world. For example, uh, uh, I am in my house and uh, I I plant some plants. Uh, I I, I like to work with my hands. there is a part of my life, which I I, I don't tell you, it's I I like to work with my hands. So I designed furniture. Uh, I had a, in this place I had a, a, a wood machine where I can create new furniture. And now I have a garden where I can put some vegetables and some fruits and so on. And uh, well, life is not just mathematics. It's very important to, un- to understand this. Thing because some mathematicians think that, uh, that is a nice story. Uh, which I learned when I was doing my thesis, if a bomb explodes in Princeton, only mathematicians will know it. But if a bomb explodes in New York, then the world knew it, you understand? New York is more important than Princeton. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the world is more important than just mathematics. Mathematics is just part of science. For example, what is important now is not mathematics, it's biology. A mathematician, a mathematician, some there is a problem of uh, social um, social ability, I like to teach, for example, you see, because I know I'm useful. See, doing research is somehow a luxury. But I'm happy to do it, but uh, I would like to be a biologist also. Uh, so did you also <clears throat> did you
1: also uh, feel the need to be useful when you were young, and how did you fulfill it? No, when I
0: was younger, I wanted to, to, to have a job.
1: Okay, <laughs> then when you had a job.
0: <laughs> I had a job, I want to be useful, yes, of course. So I want a useful I job, not just, uh, not just, uh, well, okay, you understand.
1: <laughs> but uh, how did you fulfill this need to be useful within mathematics?
0: Ah, but to teach, it's very important to teach here, yeah, because it's a, um, the fact that you teach is some an equilibrium for you, you. See, it's very important not to be just a researcher, but also to to, to propagate uh, science, okay? Either at a very high level, like in Princeton, but also at undergraduate level. See, because all these people who teach mathematics are going to be scientists in See, mathematics is very important to science, even for biology. So it's important to teach. Yeah, you know. uh, that's. I think in France, we have a obligate a mandatory retirement at 65, 68, and I think that's a mistake. In, in America, you don't have this obligation, I think this is better. You should be able to teach at any time when you have the ability to do it, yes. Um, Are you teaching
1: yourself? oh no i make youtube channels when i want to feel useful <laughs> uh, no this semester i'm not teaching <laughs> but next year hopefully i'll teach my first lecture course in algebraic geometry <laughs> well, it's
0: important it's important to teach because you also it's important to have a relation with other people you see when you teach you uh, also even for research is important to, to teach because you, you articulate your, uh, your argument sometimes, you see. It's very important to, to teach for that.
1: I, I would be very happy if people like you would teach much longer than 65, but having experience with um, Russian university where there is no age of retirement, I can tell you that many people are not aware that they cannot teach anymore.
0: No, no, but I, I put a, a condition that should be evaluation by the students. Ah, OK. The students should evaluate the teacher. And should, for example, when I was teaching in the United States in the 80s, uh, I got, at the beginning, 120 students. And at the end, I got only 18 because I was teaching the French way. And this was very bad. What <laughs> is
1: the French way?
0: The French way was to definition, theorem. Uh, proof example, okay. And uh, the American way is the reverse. You start with example, okay, and you give motivation and so on. And you, 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 you create an environment which is appealing to the students, you see. And I, I understand this when I was teaching in the United States. And so I changed my way of teaching after that, you see, because it's important. See, so it's important to be evaluated by the students because if you are old, and you're not able to teach the students, tell but well, it should be it should it should see See, so it just should be a, a condition no no age limit but evaluation see that's my that's uh, when i say that i make enemies also see?
1: <laughs> i like how you say what you think despite other opinions <laughs> hmm. that's wonderful so um The way you describe French mathematical society does not sound very friendly.
0: (laughs) No, I think the French society, math society was very arrogant uh, because they were thinking that they were the best in the world and so on. And I did not like at all this atmosphere in the 60s. But this has changed a little bit. Now we are a little bit less arrogant. For example, example, when the students want to make a thesis, uh, it's very important for the supervisor not to be arrogant, because uh, discourage uh, discourage research. See, that's a that's a good question. You see. So, 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 so we are less arrogant, but still a little bit arrogant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why in France? I mean, I don't meet arrogance among mathematicians outside.
0: You, you mean why in France?
1: Yeah. well
0: i don't know maybe it's uh, uh you know we are the country of the french revolution we we want to <coughs> we want to be the best in the world and so on and so on in in europe we want to to, <coughs> to tell how europe should go i don't know i don't know it's a, it's a long tradition <laughs> coming from the from the i think france france is the country of napoleon you see uh, Napoleon was arrogant. Napoleon wanted to conquer the world, okay? <laughs> so it was just 200 years ago. So we are still living on this heritage in some sense. I
1: see. Okay, <laughs> this explains a lot. I thought you were past that phase, but okay.
0: Well, in fact, it was 100 years ago. If you want, in Europe, uh, France was uh, until until the beginning of the 19th century. France has a good reputation. You see, uh, in terms of uh, environment, you see. For example, we, we succeeded to, to struggle against Germany uh, in, in 1918, you see. And uh, but of course, we, the big mistake was not to create Europe at that time, so this was a big mistake in Europe. And uh, well, but we are now far from mathematics. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was good in history in fact when I was uh, at school also. So I like history, yeah. In fact, my wife is a historian. And my son likes a lot of so. Um, history, so.
1: History. Uh, so we are living now in this new era of having archive as a place yeah. to put articles yeah. and get mathematical news yeah. every morning. So how was it before archive? Was the uh, effect of distribution of mathematics different? Did oh, yeah, see- yeah, we,
0: we, uh, we we type, we, we type our, um, in fact, no Xerox copy neither. So we, we, I remember I have a typing machine and I have a carbon copy and I sent carbon copy to, to Grotendee or to Atia to tell them what I was doing. And there was no email. So it was, it was just your usual mail. That's all, see. So we, but the material was not so, so, so the number of material was not so important, you see. We, uh, so that was possible, but now it will be impossible because we are thousands of mathematicians. You see, but at that time in the sixties, we were not so many. You, are, you have to realize this. In France, we were we not more than 200, 300 uh, people doing research at that time. See, really? No, no.
1: Oh my God, that's hard to imagine. Now they're
0: for, for example, Michel Disman told me because I I was I was a little bit arrogant also because when I got my first position in Strasbourg, uh, I told to to the department I wanted to go to prison first. And I said to Michel this man, maybe I was, I was too arrogant. I I could not ask my conditions for that. And this man told me, oh, but at that time, there are not so many positions available. So this means that uh, uh, people are trying, um, there were so many positions. And very few mathematicians around. You see, That's, uh, It This was the best, uh, a good time to have a job. At, it, see, now it's not much more difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Having a job now is very difficult, but at that time it was very easy.
1: How do you feel about this change? How do you think how mathematics is affected by the way by the fact that now we struggle so much to get jobs?
0: I think the competition is too hard. I mean, this is a. Uh, uh, you should not do, I mean, mathematics is becoming a profession. Before it was a pleasure, you see. And uh, I don't like uh, mathematics to be such with such a pressure of publication, for example. You see, That's, I, I don't think it's good. You should not publish under pressure. You should publish under your, your feelings and uh, what you find, not to, not to, uh, with the pressure of having a job, for example, you see. So I don't think it's good. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, So I had another unrelated questions. Uh, I imagine that you care about the development of math, for example, in Northern Africa, where you come from. So what do you think uh, would be the important initiatives for improving situations there or how? one should build connections of Europe and Northern Africa in terms of math?
0: Well, I, I think we should uh, send more people to, in fact, I spent one year in Algiers as a military um, after the war to teach mathematics at university, for example, and we should send uh, people, uh, young people to, to teach, it's very important, yeah. Uh, or also experienced people, of course. You see, but in general, experienced people as a job, have a job, so they can, cannot stay a long time. But uh, you can imagine a military service which will be to help underdeveloped countries. for example, instead of uh, if, instead of uh, doing war, working for peace, like a peace corps in America, for example. You see. So you should send people with their PhD to North Africa or other countries to teach. That will be very important. That's my idea.
1: Sounds wonderful. <laughs> I you remember have... I had a dream of going to teach to Africa for a while, and you told me I should learn French. Yes. And I tried to learn French, but I didn't learn enough French yet. But maybe later. I hope. Yeah. there <laughs> um, to learn French when you live in France.
0: Yeah, you can. It's not so difficult to learn French. We can start to speak French if you want.
1: Requires motivation then. <but laughs> um, let me ask you uh, some pleasant questions. So um i i was searching yesterday through your webpage in order to get more information and i got distracted because i found photos of my home city saint petersburg and then i fell into the nostalgic. and <laughs> um, so if you wouldn't live in paris i yeah. would ask you to confirm that saint petersburg is the most beautiful city in the world
0: oh yes yes i, I love saint petersburg yes yes You know, I I can tell you a story about uh, St. Petersburg because I was in St. Petersburg in 1961. Uh, Yes. And it was under uh, under, uh, Khrushchev. And in fact, when I was in Ecodormal, I I didn't know at all about politics and people around me told me that I should become a communist. Yes, this would be uh, the future of the world. And other people ne- nearby told me that sh- I should not become communist. That's, a, that's not a good a good idea. And I couldn't make my mind. So I decided to go to SSSR to, to understand it. See, So I bought a, a car. And with other friends, we went to, to Russia to, just to have an opinion. And, and, and how, how- and, and among the students, there were my future wife. So I met my wife because I wanted to, to, to understand what was communist. And when I came back, uh, I decided not to become communist. But but it was mixed, because I had some good feelings in uh, in, in Russia. And people were very friendly. And there was also a good sense of culture. Uh, Good. Uh, the, the system was bad, but the, the, the people were very nice. Yes, I, I love Russia. I love Russia. And St. Petersburg, I love St. Petersburg, to come back to your question. And I came back uh, many years later yeah, to visit many times. I think I, got, I went three times to St. Petersburg. And next year it will be the National Congress in St. Petersburg. Also. So, I look forward to be there, yes. I hope I, I will make, meet you there.
1: Let's hope. Let me think. I didn't plan to ask this, but this actually bothers me a lot. So next year is supposed to be Congress, Mathematical yes. International Congress yes. of Mathematics in St. Petersburg. And um, due, to, due to our complicated um, and depressive political situation, yes um there has been have been a lot of conversations around about uh, boycotting icm mm-hmm. which make me personally very sad because uh it means that mathematicians uh in russia will be even more isolated mm-hmm. than they already are so what is your opinion about boycotting research activities in the countries whose politics uh is far from
0: well, that's a difficult question. For, for example, Grotendieck uh, was invited in 1966 in the Moscow Congress, and he did not go there because there were two opponents who were in prison, you see? And uh, I, I do not understand it at that time, but now I understand it Yeah. So I don't know, to answer your question, it depends how many people we boycott. If there is a, a huge movement, I will not go. If this is isolated, I shall go, I guess. I, I'm not sure yet. It depends. For example, the Navalny situation is very uh, troubled. From, I don't like at all p- Putin politics, if you want. And uh, by boycotting the Congress maybe is not a good answer. You see? Maybe there are other answers, like going to St. Petersburg and making a meeting against Putin, for example. You see? Then maybe I will speak about it. And maybe I will end in jail but um it's difficult to to answer i
1: I have lived in st petersburg for 21 years and i don't recall meeting anyone who would like putin so um people who get affected by the boycott are not at all supporters of any injustice happening
0: well i will tell you next year (laughs)
1: Uh, Are there any things you would like to tell to your younger self about doing mathematics? So something you wish students would know.
0: Um, Psychology is very important. Psychology. I mean, uh, don't, don't work on a problem more than two or three hours and do something else after, and then come back to the problem. And have many problems at the same time. So if you don't solve one problem, you have another one. You have not to be uh, uh, short-minded. I mean to, talk, um, and also speak to other people because sometimes you have an argument, but if you speak to other people, then you realize that your argument is wrong because you cannot explain it. You see, so it's very important not to be alone in the research and in the subject. Psychology is very important. Yes, yeah. uh, it's it's uh, very important. But not necessarily being married to it can do something else. Ah, <laughs> um. oh, yeah, very lucky because all my conjectures were were proved. So, <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, more misconceptions about doing mathematics, about mathematical research. Um. Uh.
0: Well, misconception is to be too ambitious. You know, if you, you don't, you have to be modest. You don't try to solve big problems. Try to solve small problems. At the same time, if you have a big objective, except of course if you have Voevovsky or, or some people like that, but mm-hmm. also to work in collaboration is very important because you that's a stimulus to do something else. Yeah, and you you, you share your knowledge also. So.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, you've already said about it, but uh, I still wonder which changes in the math world over the years you like and don't like.
0: Well, uh, I like the, the fact you share ideas very much. That's good with internet and things like this. Uh, I don't like too much the competition. So that's uh, yeah. That's uh, I prefer collaborations and competition. In some sense. So,
1: yeah. Uh, and uh, do you have any advice from students from uh, faraway countries if they like math, but uh, how can they become mathematicians?
0: Uh, I think the best is to to come to a country where you do mathematics. It's very difficult to do mathematics alone in a, in a country which, uh, for example, I could not imagine myself doing mathematics in Morocco. See, I have to come to Paris. To see Cartan, Grotendieck, and other people. Yes. you cannot do mathematics alone. That's a, that's a collective world
1: um, But why do you think there is this uh, stereotype that mathematician is this sol- this super solitary profession where there is this well, belief that you do it alone, and then you say one should not do it alone. How how does it why?
0: No, the so mathematician is alone or in collaboration to create the to solve it. Okay? But uh, it's essentially a solitary work, you see, because you have to be convinced, even if you are in collaboration, you have to, you have to be convinced with a proof. You see, you, you are responsible. You see, that's uh, In fact, for example, I, I wrote a paper with Villa Mayor a long time ago, and there was a mistake because I was not careful enough to check it, you see. And I, we tried to, this paper was never published because we we, we we withdrew it. But it was too late. So we have to pay for the printer. So we have paid our mistake. And that's a good, good thing. You pay your mistake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you the last question.
0: Yes. What- what is your wish for young mathematicians? I wish for young mathematicians? Well, to, to be happy.
1: <laughs>
0: they, should, they should be happy with their mathematics, not, not to view mathematics as a burden. You see, They should do mathematics with pleasure. Pleasure is very important. Yeah. They should be proud of their do and uh, pleased with, with their work. Uh, especially if the proof is elegant, if they find new things and say change these ideas, that's my wish, yes. You should do mathematics like a pleasure, not like a a burden.